so what's up people i'm back um i've been out of the loop for like a like i'm not even gonna say a little while i've been out of the loop for a long long while um yeah man i had some shit going on you know just working my regular job and and back at school you know i'm studying for my master's in film so that shit is like time consuming and energy consuming and you know with that kind of um, you know, study studies with those kinds of studies, you know, because it's film and photography, um, a lot of the things that we do in our assignments are actually like on location or we have to like shoot scenes or take pictures or write like scripts and short movies and then, you know, things like that. So it's really time consuming. And it was just really hard trying to do everything just because with school, when I'm doing it, I'm really, really focused, you know, because again, I'm getting my master's and I'm paying out of pocket. So fucking, I got to make sure I get my shit done. Um, I can't afford to fail the classes because if I do, you know, I have to pay out of pocket and take it again. Plus, you know, it's, it's you know how it is when it, when it comes to that kind of sh- adult shit. So, you know, so I was out of the loop and, you know, I've been dealing with, you know, I deal with depression. Um, I've been really vocal about it with my friends that are really close to me. Like, they know that I deal with major depression and I go through these things, um, you know, sometimes with the help of some of my friends and my kids and things like that. But I just wanted to, you know, like, just start focusing again on trying to grow my podcast audience because I feel that it would be a great um, outlet to speak about things like this, like depression and other things as well. Trust me. All the topics are not going to be fucking Debbie Downer topics. Like, that's not what I'm about. I'm really, like, you know, trying to bring just awareness to, you know, a part of something that I deal with. And that for some reason, for a lot of us, it's hard to talk about, um, you know, or share with the public. Because we do fear, um, you know, rejection and we fear judgment by family members and friends. So I was just like, you know what, my first episode back, I'm just going to kind of touch on why I was gone for such a long time. I mean, it was part of the reason that I was gone for a longer time. You know, school and and work are really important to me. And of course, you know, being in New York, you know, you got to fucking grind this fucking shit out, you know, to pay your bills. Because if not, you'll be like fucking homeless with a big screen TV and fucking furniture like on the sidewalk. And unfortunately, we don't live in a place where we can live in one of those like tiny homes, which I've, I've been obsessed watching this on YouTube, these tiny homes that people have. Um, and you know, it's like a little, it's like having a home, but without a freaking mortgage and without having to pay an excessive amount of rent for such a small ass space. Um, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, yeah, so I've been gone for a while just because I was dealing with depression and, you know, I, and I had other personal things that I was dealing with, um, you know, certain things that I became aware of, um, you know, with an ex that just really took me out of the loop for a really long time. Um, you know, and then after that happened, you know, going back to school and trying to stay focused and then also dealing with depression while being in school and working and especially working in the field that I work in. Right. Like I work with victims and survivors of domestic violence and sexual assault. And now um, a newer a newer, um, you know, unit is a sex trafficking unit and homeless teens, you know, LGBT teens and and risks that are at youth. So, the, the, you know, the stuff that I do. Um, drains me a lot mentally because I hear so many different stories in the in the span of a day I hear you know I can hear from a domestic violence success story to one of the worst cases of domestic violence or you know a a girl being missing and her parents are looking for her and they're afraid that she's in the sex industry and and have no clue 
of how to, you know, get in contact with their daughter or even be around her or try to find out where she is, you know. So these kinds of things, you know, do play in some, some of the issues that I was having just because sometimes it's just really hard to just, like, separate from all the things that I deal with during the day. Um, you know, I'm really conscious of the stuff that I deal with and I know that I don't like to bring that shit home with me because I do have kids. Um, you know, and their ages are, they span, one is 22, the other one is, you know, about 17, well, she's about to be 17, and then my son, um, so I really try not to bring that shit home with me, at times, it, you know, it, it doesn't work, just because I'm just, like, super duper overwhelmed, and, you know, not like, like, everyone, know they're like, oh, you need self-care, you gotta take care of yourself, you gotta do this, you gotta do that, yeah, that's easier said than done when you have kids waiting for you for dinner, or you have to, you know, run from freaking your office to work because you have class at six o'clock and you have to put in the final touches on your presentation and you have to print these things out and you know it tends to be a lot sometimes and it can be super duper overwhelming um you know I've been a single mom for a really long time and and, and I and I think that I've done a pretty good job in managing my time um, and doing things that I would need to do but you know because when I was studying for my bachelor's in criminal justice, it was more reading and writing papers, which is, listen, I can do that shit with my eyes closed. As opposed to film school, you know, it's a little bit really different because we have to shoot films, we have to shoot short documentaries, and we have to write scripts. And with photography, we need to use studio and book people and studio time and equipment, so it gets to be a lot. And then also dealing with depression, you know, a lot of people always tend to ask, like, why are you depressed? I mean, you got so much going on. You have beautiful, you know, children. You have a good a good job. I'm not going to say a good paying job because Safe Horizon doesn't pay you shit. Um, <laughs> that's a whole other topic. Um, you know, but, you know, you have a good job. You have a nice apartment. You have a car. Um, and sometimes I just look at people like, is that what you think depression is? That people are depressed because they have or don't have certain material things or they are unfulfilled in ways because of material things i mean if anything that that depression should teach you is it doesn't matter really you know what you know bracket of money you fall under you can be a billionaire you can be a millionaire you can be middle class you can be poor it really doesn't really discriminate on whom is going to affect you know we've had a lot of famous people um, that have died because of depression. You know, Robin Williams is one of my favorite comedians of all time. Um, and looking at him, you would think, oh my God, this guy is so fucking funny. You know, he's always on 10. You know, this guy is amazing. His life must be amazing. He's freaking always laughing. But, you know, inside, he wasn't really laughing. He was dying inside. And, you know, eventually, you know, unfortunate for his family and his kids and his fans, you know, he did commit suicide because of depression. You know, Chester from freaking Linkin Park, one of my favorite bands, um, you know, his wife took a picture of him a, a few hours prior to him committing suicide. And in the picture, he looked so happy and so satisfied with life. And then, you know, he ended his life because of depression. There's been so many people like them, you know, Chris Cornell, Kate Spade, Andrew Bourdain, like this guy traveled the world. He was world, you know the world respected him because of the things that he's done and all the travels and you know the the accolades and and being on cook shows and all these amazing shows and and that wasn't enough so clearly it really doesn't have to do with where you stand financially um as to why you're depressed because these people had money um you know they were rich they or on television they had 
the admiration of millions and millions of people and some of them have the respect of millions of people and still that wasn't enough for them because they were dealing with something internally that they themselves felt that they weren't good enough or they could ever find that you know that that medium where they're happy and content with everything that they've contributed to the world you know they still felt um in some way empty or lost and it didn't matter about the hype and the fame and the glory and the money you know that wasn't enough to save them so for anyone that has someone that comes to them or they have a family member that tells them oh i'm dealing with depression please don't be that asshole that's like but why are you depressed you know you have this and you have that and and you know this is a common thing i would honestly say i'm only i'm not speaking for the entire latino community but i'm speaking for you know from my experiences in being a latina and growing up in a latina community in a latin community or even in the african african-american community like you know when you tell your parents this like oh i'm just depressed and you know i'm dealing with so much in my mind they're like Ay, pero por qué tú estás like why are you depressed you got you you know you have an apartment you have you have a job you have a car your kids are good and you know that just leaves you like okay so clearly i can't speak to you about how i'm feeling because you know you you're equating happiness with you know material things um you know it's not that i don't love my kids because anyone that knows me knows that i love my kids immensely they they mean everything to me they're my entire life um you know that's what keeps me motivated on trying to be a good you know a good person and trying to get better not only for myself but for them i'm doing it mainly for me but also for them but you know people need to understand that sometimes even that isn't enough for some individuals i'm i'm not to the point where i where i ever thought you know i i have thought of suicide but um, you know, and it's not a laughing matter, but honestly, I'm too chicken to ever do that shit. And again, you know, I'm a big believer in my life not being my own. I believe that, you know, my life was given to me by a higher power. I believe that my journey and my story was written by a high, you know, a higher power. Like I always tell people, um, you know, my story has been written. Um, I'm, I'm just the vessel that, uh, you know, was chosen to tell this particular story. Um, and I'm not going to alter that ending by doing something that, you know, wasn't in it, wasn't written for me. Well, that's what I believe. I don't think everyone believes the, the things that I believe or should any, and, and I don't, and I'm not saying you should, that's just what keeps me from ever thinking of doing something that like that. But don't get me wrong. I have thought about it. I, I, I have, and I've gotten to some points in my life where I felt like maybe if I just fucking crashed my car into this tree, I can just end this fucking endless fucking warfare that I have going on in my head. Um, you know, the thought has been entertained, but it's never been carried out by me. Again, like I said, I'm too chicken to do that. Um, you know, I, I do like pain, but, you know, not that kind of pain. Um, and again, like I said, I just feel that for me, it's not something that I should do. It, it's something that someone else has already written that ending to that story. And when they decide it's my time to you know, no longer be here, that's when that will happen, so I, I'm a big believer in that, so just please don't, you know, think about it, like, oh, you're bringing religion into it, because it's really not a religion thing for me, because, you know, I do have a spiritual, a spiritual connection with God, I don't go to church, I won't sit here and lie to you and say I will go, I go to Sunday Mass, and I read my Bible, I really don't read a Bible like that, I, I'm, I'm well versed in the Bible, because when I was younger, I was forced to go to church, <laughs> and I was forced to go to fucking Sunday school, um, you know, and even to this day, I, I do read, you know, parts of the Bible, but nothing that I'm going to like be knocking on your door like you need to believe this shit or you're going to burn in hell. Like, that's not my belief system. I'm a very spiritual person. I have a very spiritual connection. 
Um, I have frequent churches, um, but when there's no mass, clearly, when I'm by myself and there's a few people there, just because that's how I like to do it. Not because I'm trying to say, oh, I don't want to be around people, which I really don't. And I just feel sometimes with Catholic Church, it's awkward when you do the mass and, you know, they start singing. And then the, the, the priest tells you, oh, just look at your neighbor and shake their hand. Like, dude, I'm a germaphobe. I don't want to fucking shake nobody's hands. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, <laughs> you know, like, the fuck? Like, I'm not shaking a stranger's hand. I, like, this motherfucker could have been picking his nose or fucking beating his meat before I shook his hand. Like, I'm, I'm straight on that. So that's why I frequent churches more when it's when it's by when it's open but there's no one there um you know i'll sit there i'll regroup i'll think um i'll light a candle just because i'm used to that because that's what my grandmother used to always do when she went to church right she gave you a quarter and you lit one of those fake ass candles which i still do to this day um you know and i just find that it's, it's just a way for me to restore um certain things that are that i'm dealing with um you know depression is an ongoing thing for me i have really really good days where i'm upbeat and I'm good, and I'm just like, yeah, dude, like, fucking today's a great day, we're gonna fucking, yeah, we're gonna kick ass, and then I have other days, and I'm just like, oh, man, like, I just wanna lay in this fucking bed, and just fucking tell people to eat a dick, and to leave me alone, and, and, you know, sometimes, um, you know, I am funny, you know, I'm, I'm really funny sometimes, or I, I'm, I think I'm funny sometimes, you know, or, you know, I have a lot of these personalities in my head, and, and people tell me, but yo, you're mad funny, you be making all these funny videos and and you be like having all these fucking jokes and i'm like yeah you know like of course because haven't you ever heard that the saddest people tend to be comedians you know look at robin williams one of the greatest at his at his craft um hilarious always made us fucking laugh was always on a thousand and anytime you saw him he was just on it man like he was on it but inside the guy was fucking dealing with enormous enormous doubt and, and and just questioning everything about his life regardless of how much he was loved and how much love he brought to the world it just wasn't enough for him and the best way that i can explain it to people is like especially when people are funny um i think that we're funny and i think that we like to crack jokes and we like to make people happy and i love to make people laugh because when i see somebody laughing because of something that i said or a video that i did or something that i you know you know do in front of them it, it it fills me with joy just to see that because then i remember you know like i always tell people a comedian's job is to bring laughter to someone and the reason that they work so hard at that is because they themselves have forgotten how to laugh they themselves feel really really sad inside so to when you see someone laughing it reminds you what laughter feels like and how it should look like right so that's why we tend to be funny and we tend to crack jokes I'm not saying that I'm freaking like a Debbie Downer all the time because I'm definitely not a Debbie Downer. I'm not sitting around here talking like snuffleupagus like, hi, bird. Like, I'm like <laughs> on the verge of like just jumping off some fucking ledge. Um, that's not what I'm saying. It's just sometimes, you know, it's really, really hard in my mental to just grasp that I'm good enough and that I'm a good enough person and that, you know, I do deserve to be happy and, and things like that. And then there are other things that also that, you know, you go through in your personal life, whether it be your love life or work or whatever, that kind of play into the depression as well because it, it, it makes you question yourself when someone that you're really into or someone that you love or you like spending time with rejects you or just seems unbothered and uninterested by some of the things that, you know, you say to them. Or it could be your job, especially my job. My job, dude, like seriously, from the moment I get to work, I get to work really, really early. From the moment I t get to work, I'm getting phone calls. You know, I get phone calls of 
you know, women that are in these domestic violence situations or a rape and things like that. So that in itself is just like a lot to deal with on the mental, you know what I mean? So it, it's one of those things. So that's, you know, I'm, I'm really trying to fight my way back into being in a good space. I, I'm doing a really good job at staying busy, but I'm also acknowledging that I do deal with depression and I'm kind of a little bit more vocal about it um, on my Facebook pages because I know that there are some people that deal with depression. But again, because of some of us, the communities that we're from or the families that we have don't feel like we have that outlet um, to talk about it and just be really honest um, and, and, you know, transparent when it comes to certain things because there's a stigma. And, you know, with certain cultures, it's just like, oh, you're just being like, ah, you're being American, you know, get over it, blah, 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 you know, and that's definitely something that you don't want to hear. Um, I do know that depression and mental illness runs in my family. Um, I've have, I've have, I have a few cousins that have dealt with depression or deal with depression. So I do, I am very well aware of that. Um, and I'm really conscious of that when it comes to my kids. And when I see certain signs, I'm on it like a fucking hawk. Like, yo, you okay? You need to talk? Like, what's going on? <laughs> you know, like, I'm not like, oh, what are you depressed about? Why, why, why get over it? Like, that's not what you want to tell someone that's dealing with it. Um, so, yeah, you know, I'm just getting back to it. Just trying to figure things out and just working hard. And, you know, just trying to build this iPod, iPod podcast. I was going to say iPods. I mean, <laughs> my bad. Cause I'm not that fucking fancy, bitch. Um, I, my podcast audience again so I was doing good but then I fell off you know because of a lot of things so you know that's that's about it you know what I'm saying I'm trying to get back to it so let's see what pops off let's see what happens and hopefully you know you guys will vibe with me I'm gonna post again I'm gonna start posting so you guys can kind of you know follow me and if you want to hear about certain diff- you know topics or if you have any suggestions of shit that I should talk about on the air like just let me know I'll be more than happy to do so. I would love to have people come on the show and talk shit with me about rap music, you know, celebrity shit, all kinds of shit. There's been so much things that have happened since I've been off the fucking air. Like, it's insane. Like, I can't even... That's one of the reasons that I was like, come on, bitch, get it together, motherfucker. Like, there's so much good shit. There's so much good material for you to use. But I was just like, oh, fuck, man. I'm just so depressed. I'm just being funny. That's how I was acting, but I'm just saying... You know, so now I'm really going to try to get more into it. And I'm definitely going to try. I'm not going to commit to doing like three episodes a week. I'm going to just do like once a week. And then once I get into the groove of shit, I'm going to be like, boom, I'm going to hit you with this. And boom, I'm going to hit you with that. Definitely going to talk about politics because God knows we need to talk about politics. But like I said, everyone here is welcomed. I don't have an issue with any Trump supporters. Listen, that's their choice. I don't have an issue with religious beliefs or views. Everyone is welcome to hear this is what this platform is going to be for, for you to discuss your likes and your dislikes. And even if you bump heads with someone, we're going to have a healthy environment where we can speak to one another and debate without being disrespectful and without making someone feel because they like a certain president or we like a certain political party that we can't sit as adults and have real talk conversations with one another without getting into some freaking petty ass back and forth like I see online I'm like these are grown folks people and you know that's what I'm, I'm trying to make here I'm trying to make a positive podcast um, where we speak about real shit everyday life shit we speak about celebrity shit because you can't have a, a podcast about you know your everyday shit if you're not talking about celebrity shit but political shit you know things that we deal with on the everyday basis and of course we will definitely talk about 
you know, community activities and community events that are coming up and, and all, all kinds of shit, man. We're just going to hit it. You know what I mean? Definitely trying to hit every fucking aspect of life. Um, you know, just trying to motivate and hustle and do all kinds of shit and just getting my mental back into that grind mode. You know, I'm from Brooklyn, so I need to be fucking grinding. Anyone from New York is a grinder anyway. Long Island grinds, Staten Island fucking queens we all grind we're all from everybody from new york grinds you know what i'm saying you could tell a new yorker when you see one because we always on fucking 20 we be on some like boom 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 you would think we did like a line of coke and shit no we just quick about shit you know but sometimes you gotta slow the fuck down because that shit does catch up with you you know so yeah so i'm back we're gonna talk about a lot of shit and i'm gonna definitely keep you guys posted on my youtube channel i'm making a youtube channel where i'm gonna be posting funny videos and skits with myself and my kids and my friends um i do have three pages on instagram i have my personal shit and then i have my photography one which is bk artist photo and then i have you know my hoochie mama curvy woman um love all bodies type fucking page which is carolina carolyn's doll collection um you know i also have to work on that because i have to get other chicks on that page not just myself but again i'm gonna get back at it and we're just going to do the goddamn thing. You feel me? So welcome back to my podcast. And I hope you guys support. Trust me, I will shout you out. If you ring that little bell when you tell me that you've listened to my episode. And if you can post it on your page, do so. I would truly appreciate it. And if I ever become famous, I will give you a dollar for posting my shit on, my, on your page. <laughs> I'm fucking around. You know I'm fucking around. No, I'm really not. I'm Dominican. You know, Dominicans, I, I hear, are cheap. Um, anyway, so yeah, so that's what... I just wanted to talk about it briefly. Um, it's 20, 22 minutes. I didn't intend on it being that long, but, you know, I just wanted to let you guys know what the fuck was going on and why I was so gone for so long. So I'm back at it. Like I said, I'm going to commit to one episode a week. Once I start getting in the groove of things, I'll probably do two or three or maybe one every day for, you know, like you're on radio and shit. And, of course, if you want to be a guest, let me know. If you want to talk about certain things, let me know because we're going to hit it all. We will talk about sex, politics, celebrities, real life shit, dumb shit, hood booger shit, hood nigga shit. You know what I'm saying? Welfare office and snap benefit shit, all that shit. We're going to hit all of that, all right? So, good looking out. I'm going to be playing some music for y'all. You know, I'm changing it up with my music. You know, I put all kinds of shit. So, if you don't like my music, guess what? Eat a dick because I just don't listen to rap music. I listen to every kind of music. You have to expand your ears. As like when it comes with food, you expand your palate, expand your ears to listen and appreciate all kinds of music because it's amazing when you do so. So anyway, peace and love and hair grease, you know. Bird bitches, please take your kids inside. It's too hot to be out here with your kids smoking hookah with the guys in the block at 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. Dudes, please stop wearing them tight-ass pants in this heat. You making me fucking hot. Dominicans, stop smoking hookah in front of the building. Take your ass to a hookah bar. Nobody want to see that shit, okay? So let's keep it banging. And I'm going to close out with some dope music. And I'm going to put a new episode up. So support a spick. Because I would really appreciate it, okay? Bye.